Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Thursday, December 21st, a one-year until Aquaman releases edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. So, yeah, man, uh, you're from now. We will finally get to see James Wan's Aquaman, and we will have a preview for that coming up real soon. Our one-year-out predictions and stupid stuff like that where we get everything wrong, uh, but it's fun to talk about. But we will talk about news for today. Uh, so Warner Archive has announced that they are going to release the complete first season of the 2003 Teen, Teen Titans animated series on Blu-ray. Uh, so this has just been available on DVD and streaming in the past. So it will come out next month, January 23rd of 2018. It is listed at a price of twenty one ninety nine for the 13 season one episodes. And like most Warner Archive releases, no special features are listed, which means there's probably not any included. It's usually just the bare bones, but it will be the Teen Titan series in in high definition. Yeah, in high definition. You can put it on your shelf next to all your other DC Blu-rays that you may or may not have. Um, yeah, it's cool. There's obviously some sort of demand for these. People want to see it, so that's good. Yeah, I'm glad they're going back and doing. There's still some other stuff I want to get on to Blu-ray. Uh, but we know Batman the Animated Series is coming. Hopefully, you know Superman the Animated Series as well, and and some other stuff in between there. Teen Titans wasn't my favorite of the animated series, but I know it has a lot of of dedicated fans to it. Um, for the time it was, it just wasn't quite my style, but it still got a lot of really good stuff in there. Yeah, very true. Moving on to some news about the merger, uh, AT&T and the Justice Department can't really come up come to an agreement on the Time Warner merger. They were attempting to reach an agreement out of court, and we, we've talked about this quite a bit on the show, uh, but it looks like they're going to go to court on March 19th, and so who knows how long that process is going to take, but it's it's looking like it's going to be a long time before this merger goes through, if it's going to go through. Yeah, the hope a long time ago was that it would be ready to go by the end of 2017, but this looks like there's not an a quick answer in sight here. Um, you know, it deals with the Justice Department calling it antitrust issues and AT&T saying uh, it doesn't conflict with anything that has happened before in the last 50 years. Uh, so there's no precedent for blocking something like that or considering it an antitrust. And they don't agree, so they are going to go to court. And I guess we will see what happens from then. But, you know, it's just, um, man, we've been talking about this merger for a long time and you wonder when and if it's going to go through. Yeah, and it's it's definitely going to have some effects. Like we we have talked about how um, it, you maybe it's not like I don't think you can point to one any one thing and say oh this happened or didn't happen because of the merger. But it's more like all of the things that are happening behind the scenes and maybe waiting for projects or waiting to change direction on projects be, until the merger goes through and not really knowing, you know, who's going to be in charge if and when the merger does go through. So it just, it kind of stinks because it, it puts a lot of like uncertainty into the air around specifically like the Warner Brothers DC films and stuff. And so it's, I wish they could get it over with sooner, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, it's it's really rough for, you know, everything is in limbo, like you said, you know, just to make a, a sports comparison, the Detroit Pistons were for sale uh, a few years ago. And, you know, that's like a, it was like a two-year process between putting it for sale and the new owner, you know, finding a new owner and the new owner buying it and and everything in place. And, you know, during that time, basically, you can't really make any trades. You can't you can't take on salary or add contracts. Basically, you know, in, in, in studio terms, you know, you can't take on a lot of debt. You can't commit to a lot of big projects. It's 
um, you know, you can basically stay where you are, act exactly as you are and can't really make any changes because that can affect everything with the merger. So it's, it's just one thing that, um, you know, I think Warner brothers as a studio is that the biggest issue with, um, you know, potentially new people getting put in charge and that changing things. Right. And we'll finish up with a little bit of comics talk. So doomsday clock number one did pretty well. It sold nearly 239,000 copies in November and that put it right into the top three for 2017 uh, individual comic issues, according to Comicron. It was a really good month for DC overall. They took the top seven spots, although, you know, one and two were both Doomsday Clock, right. um, the different uh, versions. So um, that's a little misleading. And the rest is, is Batman stuff and some of the Dark Knights tie in and stuff. But yeah, really good month and Doomsday Clock led the way. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cool, too, that if you go look at the list that Doomsday Clock is number one and number two. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a really good month. Uh, Jeff John said that there's going to be a break after issue four. There's going to be an extra month because between four and five, uh, basically, they can't quite keep up with the, the schedule. It sounds like and he wants to keep the quality and the page count high. And it's not terribly surprising considering we know how much Jeff Johns is involved with right now. Right. And these are definitely some some beefy issues they've got. They're pretty long and they've got a lot of artwork to go into them. And so I am more than willing to wait to get something better than to try to get something rushed out. Right. Yeah. And it's not like issue one was a bunch of splash pages with right. no dialogue or anything like that. It's very uh, well written out. I, I thought it was funny. Somebody commented. He left a page and somebody like ripped into Jeff Johns for Rorschach saying calling someone a monster like monster mm. lives here and not saying monsters live here. <laughs> it's like, do you know how Rorschach works? Uh, right. <laughs> how he speaks. That, that was just funny. And in other news, action comics number 1000 has been pushed back a few weeks. So now it's going to release on conveniently April 18th is a Wednesday comic book Wednesday. That makes it the exact 80th anniversary of action comics. Number one. So you just kind of have to delay. I don't know if they need more time or not, but you just kind of have to delay at that point because to make it in the exact 80th anniversary. That's pretty cool. Right. I mean, if you're going to be anywhere within the realm of landing on a nice anniversary like that, you might as well. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening. If you like what we're doing here, do us a favor, go to iTunes, leave us a, a rating and review, and that will help to grow the show. So thanks for that. And we will be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.